Hi. We're on episode five. I'm excited for this episode for a couple of reasons. Number one, because five has always been my favorite number. And also because I'm going to talk about journaling today. And oh my goodness, I feel like I have so much to say and I want to fit it into a short little period of time. So the first question I want to ask is, do you journal? Much like prayer, journaling has become a practice and a part of my everyday life. I should say my most days life. I don't journal seven days a week. I like to if I can. Uh, but the average is probably around four or five. And what I can say is journaling changed the game for me. I love the episode I just did about prayer. My reasons for prayer have changed over time. My relationship with God and praying to him and the conversation that we have has changed over time. It's become richer and deeper and more profound. And I think in large part, that is a direct result of journaling and capturing my thoughts. So I don't know about you, but I've always written in some form ever since I can remember when I was young, second, third, fourth grade, I would write stories and come up with characters and write things that were fictional and fun. And then over time, when I got into middle school and high school, every once in a while, I would write how I was feeling. And, you know, I look back on those journals and it's actually quite hard to read because I was such a different person back then. And I was full of angst and, you know, just being a teenager and trying to figure out who I was and what my place was in the world. And so, you know, some of those writings are sort of cringy, but but I keep them nonetheless because they're still a part of my story. I might not want anybody to find them <laughs> or I don't want my kids to read them later. Um, and at the same time, it's okay. Because again, it's all a part of the experience. And that really is the number one reason why I continue to write my thoughts to this day. Journaling is one of those things where, as I've been talking with friends and colleagues about, do you write? If so, why? If not, why not? People tend to fall into one of two camps. Either I am a writer or I'm not a writer. I am a journaler or I'm not. I can picture myself writing my words or I can't. And here's the thing I want you to know. Journaling doesn't have to be hard or complicated. I've had several people ask me if I could give journal prompts, and I think those are great, and they definitely have their place. But the way I journal in the practice that I have, it's much more personalized and catering to the day and what's on my heart and mind. When I sit down and I open my blank notebook, you know, I write the date at the top so I always know where I am in space and time. And my first line is typically 
Good Morning God. Because in a lot of ways, it's a letter to him. And in some ways, it's just a place for me to have a container to hold all of my thoughts that I can either reference back to later or not. And from there, I really just do a check-in with myself to find out how are you, where are you, what's happening in your life, in your mind, in your heart, in this moment. And sometimes I write about what's been on my mind. Sometimes I write about people I want to pray for. Sometimes I write about the fact that I feel stuck. Sometimes I ask in my writing for clarity. Sometimes I just sit and wait for any words to strike me as a thought that is worthy enough to be written down. And when I say worthy, I don't mean you have to have some sort of poetic prose to be able to write your words. I just mean it's not things like what's on my grocery list or my to-do list. It's more just a space for my heart to breathe. I write in longhand. For a while in the beginning, I was trying to keep a journal in my laptop, but very quickly realized that that just didn't work for me for a few reasons. I very rarely ever went back to it to read what I wrote. And I also am a pretty decent typist. So it always felt like I could type faster than I could think, and I wasn't quite capturing the thoughts the way that I wanted to. So now I write in longhand every time, and I have notebooks and notebooks and notebooks that are filled with words and thoughts and dreams and heartache, and every word has a place. One of the things I'd love to encourage you to do is to just try this as part of your practice. When people ask me why I journal or they have a preconceived notion that journaling is like a childhood diary, it's only partially true. Really the way I utilize my journal, it's one part brain dump, for all the thoughts that have been swimming around in my head. It's a part prayer, sharing my innermost thoughts with God, knowing that he will hold them in safekeeping. And as a way for me to be seen, even if it feels like no one else in my life on that day has seen me or could see me, I know God does. And he sees the words as I write them and I never ever feel alone in that space. But also part of the reason why I write is because it's a record of my thoughts in real time. And what's really cool is I can't even tell you when I started doing this, but probably within the last five years or so, 
after about a month, at the most two, I'll find a quiet minute or several and I'll sit with what I've written. I'll go back in time to the beginning of whatever the first journal page is in a notebook. And I would say the notebooks I use are about 80 pages in length. It takes me about 45 to 60 days to fill one entire notebook. But I'll go back to the beginning and just reread every line. What I have found that does is it gives me a deeper understanding of who I am and how I think and what makes me tick. I can spot patterns of thoughts that I've had over and over again. I can see resolve. I can witness answered prayers. And I'm made aware of things that have been on my heart that are still on my heart that haven't yet found their resolution. Life is so fluid and it's always moving and changing and we are always adapting and learning and growing to whatever the next day brings. And I find it's really cool to be able to look backwards and see the progress as it's happened in real time. Because we don't stop to think about if we've made any progress. We don't see those little minute details of our lives because they're forgettable most of the time. But when you capture what your day looks like and what you're thinking about in that moment, you can go back and say, oh my goodness, I, I forgot that I thought that. And look how beautiful the story is because it's unfolded more beautifully than I could ever have imagined. And when you have this kind of intimate connection, not only with yourself, but also with God who created you and he created the universe and he, he wants what's best for you, you can see the gifts even if you're in the middle of a hard season. In fact, I just walked through probably one of the hardest seasons of my whole life. And as I've been journaling throughout that entire time, I can see the ebb and flow of emotion throughout my journal on the hardest days and the best days. And through it all can see the gifts that were given that are woven together throughout those days. It's a really neat, neat does not even begin to describe it. It's just a really phenomenal thing to experience. because it's your story and no one else's. And that's the other part of journaling that just, that I just wanna encourage you to try it for yourself because there's something about knowing yourself on that level when you've written what you think and then you've reread what you think and you get to play with what parts of you you want to keep, what parts of you you love, and what parts of you you want to change. 
Your journal is a tool for growth in addition to a record of your thoughts. And it's just a reminder of how far you've come. It's interesting because some people say to me that they don't want to write what they really think because they're afraid that somebody might find their journal someday. And I've had this thought often that someday when I'm gone, I actually do hope my girls find my journals. Not yet and not now, while I'm still in the here and now, but someday. Because it will be a gift for them to better understand who I am, who I was, and who I wanted to be. And I hope that they'll be able to see that I lived a life that was full of gratitude and purpose and growth. So I have a challenge for you. If you don't have a notebook, grab a piece of paper and a pen and write just for 10 minutes. You can start it and end it however you want. There doesn't even have to be an ending if you want to leave it open-ended. You can start it with what I do, good morning, God, good afternoon, whatever you want to say, or you can just say the words, I'm checking in, here I am. This is how I feel right now. This is what I'm worried about. This is what's got my attention. This is what I can't let go of. This is what I'm grateful for. It's such an incredibly easy practice and easy to skip over. But I promise you, if you don't skip it, if you just sit with your thoughts and let them roll out onto the page, you'll soon be discovering things that you maybe didn't even realize were going on inside your mind. I hope you try it. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about putting the two together, prayer and journaling, and crafting a vision for your future. Thank you for listening.